0: Hi, and welcome to Unquenchable Hope. I'm Luanne Botta. And I'm Mary Ann Crum. Ladies, we know it's hard to hang on to hope in a world that sometimes seems bent on stealing it, but it's not impossible. So stay tuned as we tackle all kinds of issues and talk about how, you know, no matter what this world dishes out,
1: you can live with unquenchable hope. Hi, everybody. We live in the south, so we are well acquainted with redneck culture. Yep, and although there are rednecks everywhere, yes. I must say <laughs> even in California there are California rednecks. I've read that the most common last words of most rednecks are, "Hey y'all, watch this." <laughs> you know what can happen after that they're probably going to blow themselves up or drive their big monster truck off a cliff or something like that but for non-rednecks and maybe an equally dangerous thing to say would be hey i got an idea (laughs) and today the story in the old no she was going (laughs) the story in the old testament where we see the name of God that we're going to talk about today should teach us how risky it can be when our ideas run counter to God's plans. Mm -hmm. So once again, we're visiting the home of Sarah and Abraham. It's amazing how many of the names of God originated with these two. Today's is more like a soap opera, though. (laughs) This is the dark chapter of the story of Sarah and Abraham. So a quick review about why we're even talking about the names of God, if you are just mm-hmm. tuning in. We're doing this series on the names of God because mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, the Hebrew names of God that either he would come and tell people to call him or other people would ascribe to him. They show us all kind of things about his character. Yes. We have talked about some great mm-hmm character attributes of god that come from these names they are so rich there's so much in them and obviously the more we know god the better we know him the more we'll trust him and that's Mm -hmm. a hugely important part of our spiritual journey okay so back to the story of sarah and abraham this name is one of my favorites and where we're going to tune into the sarah and abraham soap opera (laughs) They have been waiting for 10 years for God to fulfill his promise that he had made to Abraham and Sarah, that they were going to have a son. Abraham would be the father of countless people, many nations, right? His descendants would be like the stars in the heaven. So God comes to them when they're really old. I think he was 75, maybe. Yes. And gives them this promise. Fast forward 10 years later. Okay, they're still waiting for this to happen. And Sarah gets a little tired of the wait. And when you think about it, I do feel sorry for her because not only is there the disappointment factor of when is this going to happen, but they had to do their part to have a child. Mm -hmm. And they're old. Mm -hmm. Sarah was probably literally just tired. Well, yeah. No, I did. You know what? Well, at this point, she doesn't think she can. Oh, I know. But they still had to try. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean oh, if no, you're no, eighty five years saying. old it's Yes. It could, I see what that you're could saying. be like all you get done in one day. Well,
0: I see what you're saying. <laughs> okay, let's see, what's on my to do list? Allie, today? <laughs> no, but Aliasari, they thought it was gonna be him.
1: They laugh at this thing. So she issues those most dangerous words. Hey, I got an idea. (laughs) Abraham, here, you sleep with my young maid, Hagar. They had an Egyptian servant girl. Mm -hmm. And make a baby with her and we'll count it as ours. And boom, the promise is fulfilled. That is not what God told them (laughs) to do. So this was Sarah's big idea. But she gave birth to a son, Ishmael. And that conflict between Ishmael and Isaac, the child of promise, continues to this day with the conflicts in the Middle East between the Muslims and the Jews. So this was no small mistake mistake on Sarah's part. Where we are in the story here, where this name of God that we're going to talk about today Hagar gets pregnant, but things get so tense with Mr. and Mrs. Abraham, <laughs> which you can imagine the no, jealousy. Sarah thought it was a good idea, but then when it actually happened, mm-hmm. she was jealous. She started mistreating Hagar. Hagar didn't exactly respond well mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. So Hagar runs away mm-hmm. and she's out in the wilderness. And, and I can't even imagine what she was going through she was carrying this old man's baby she's yeah. out in the wilderness completely alone she was from egypt so mm-hmm. she didn't have any people nearby that she could run to she's pregnant hopeless then the angel of the lord mm-hmm. comes to her in her desperate desperate situation and at first you read that and you think it was an angel it was actually what they call a theophany an appearance of christ in the old testament you know it's God because yes. it comes up in this passage in Genesis 16. So I'm gonna read Genesis sixteen, thirteen. It says, Then she, and that's Hagar, then Hagar called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God who sees. For she said, Have I even remained alive here after seeing him? Mm-hmm. Him capitalized, mm-hmm. so you know it was God. Mm-hmm. God had come to her and promised her that she too would be the mother of many, In many, ages. many, many descendants mm-hmm. and told her to go back mm-hmm. to Sarah and Abraham, which she did. And there's a whole other soap opera that happened yeah. after that, but yeah. that's not today's story. So that name of God, the God who sees or the God who sees me mm-hmm. is <laughs> El Roy. I had always pronounced it Elroy, like on yes, the too. Jetsons. Yeah. Remember and the Jetsons? Is his, his son, son Elroy. Elroy. <laughs> I could not say this without Rogers. thinking about Elroy. But actually, I listened to it on Blue Letter Bible, and the oh, correct like. <laughs> pronunciation is Elroy, supposed to be like rohi. It's supposed to roll your Rs there. <laughs> to me, Hagar is the poster girl for Psalm thirty four eighteen, which says, "The mm. Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves mm. the crushed in spirit." That's where she was when God came to her. And of all people, he came to an Egyptian. She wasn't even a yes. member of his chosen people. Yes. She was an outcast mm-hmm. in every possible sense of the word. And he came to her. I think the part that I love the most
0: about that is that he saw her as he sees us in her most desperate place. Mm-hmm. And his eyes are not shut. He never sleeps or slumbers. Mm -hmm. That's a scripture. And he's not unaware of our circumstances. He sees it all. Yeah. So I loved knowing that.
1: I think everybody has a need to feel seen. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's why a lot of people go to counseling. Yes. They want to feel like somebody hears them and somebody sees them. Whether we have any great words of wisdom for them or not, it's just the fact that somebody will sit there and take the time. And that they've been seen. And they've been
0: seen. And he is this amazing God. He's the only God. How can anybody believe in any other God? He sees and he'll go after the most downtrodden to the person who's crying out to him that they're joyful. He sees, right? It's not that it's always us being down. No and cast out. He sees when we're joyful. He knows that cheering on a football team or something that brings him joy. Yeah, He sees us. He sees it all.
1: In fact, one of my favorite verses in Zephaniah, where it talks about him singing over us. Oh, yeah. Because just like we like to look at our children. Yes. You know, like you said, in our happy times, nothing makes a parent happier than to see their kids enjoying life. Life, yes. And God's the same way. So it isn't all just about him seeing us when we're at our lowest point, but it is comforting to know that she did not do anything to earn that. No. Yeah. And we don't have to do anything to earn his attention. Mm -hmm. We already have. It. That's right. And I think also she was carrying Abraham's seed. So God had
0: promised Abraham so much. God obviously knew that was going to happen. But yeah, that automatically put her and her descendant Ishmael and all those descendants along, into, the picture, into the picture, even
1: though it was not the plan. a good picture, because yeah. a lot of her descendants ended up being tribes that harassed. The people of Israel, when they came back from Egypt mm-hmm. and it just has created all manner of stuff. Cause when we take things into our own hands mm-hmm. <laughs> say, Hey, I got an idea yeah. and we don't run it by God. And it has ramifications that's like that. Exactly it's, right. we're just going to create messes. That's right. Ishmael's. Mm-hmm. Ishmael's. So that's mm-hmm.
0: right. And you want Isaac's in your life. And I think cause
1: God sees our affliction, we can see his mercy. I was just thinking of different situations where Maybe we feel forgotten. Maybe we feel like God's closed his eyes or turned his Mm. head and is not seeing. That's the thing Satan would whisper to us. Mm -hmm. But like, God, do you see that my teenage daughter is pregnant? Or God, do you see that I'm single and I really Mm. always just wanted to be married? Do you see that our business is about to go under? Yes do you see that I've just been diagnosed with cancer? Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many situations where we're like, what happened here, God? Were you not on this? How could you let this happen? How Mm -hmm. can you sit (laughs) back and see it, have the power to fix it, and you didn't? You choose those kind of things. Mm -hmm. That's when we're really vulnerable to the lies coming in there. But it's a comforting thing to know that, no, God sees this, and he knew it was going to happen, and he has a plan to get us through it. Sure. It can really trip you up though. I mean, it really can trip Mm -hmm. you up in
0: your faith. I, I know many people and even myself, you can just get tripped up for a long period of time because we're not understanding that he sees and that he has a bigger plan. We don't take that into account. Our finite minds cannot understand that. So No,
1: we, we see our one little piece of the jigsaw puzzle, yes, correct. but he sees the whole, whole finished puzzle that's and right. how this piece is going to fit yeah, in that's here. That's right. That's exactly but right. Has there ever been a time in your life when you felt you were in the Hagar place? Oh, very much so, yes. I
0: I was a teacher for a long period of time, so it was about 15 years into it, 14 years into it, because of situations or circumstances, I I had walked away, and it wasn't time to walk away. I did one of the Hagar things and I left. It was the most torturous time I have ever had in my entire mm. life because I wasn't done there yet, number one. Number two, I never felt so out of sorts.
1: Was it a disobedience thing? No, or- it
0: was something that was going on and I didn't agree with, so I kind okay. of walked away. But then I did go back. Jesus it does feel like Hagar. But I did <laughs> go back because the Lord told me to go back and I knew that. But when I had walked away... I've never been in that kind of devastating place of now where do I go and now Mm. what what do I do now and who do I run to? And there was so much not hearing God because I was so caught up in the mess I had made. Mm. You know, I don't think I really was crying out to him. And then then he had come to me after just a little bit. He literally stopped me dead in my tracks in that he was there and he was there and I was to go back. It was, was it just
1: like in a moment that you were in prayer or something? It, would, it boomed, had been the angel of the it Lord had
0: a, It had been already a year, about a year and a half, that I had walked through that hard heartache. And During
1: that time, did, were you still spending
0: time with him? And yes, I was. I had gone somewhere else to teach, and I was in the wrong place. Oh, and I knew I was in the wrong place, and, and that was just for another year. I knew I was wrong. But me, who won't quit in the middle of committing to something, Mm -hmm. saw it through through the year. But I knew I was in the wrong place. But then it made me cry out to the Lord because I asked him, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. I was so freaked out that I just ran. So yeah, that definitely happened. And it was very hard. Very, very hard. That when I went back, things weren't the same just within that year or so. But I was planning to leave again. And then the Lord said, No, you're staying four more years. Oh, yeah, because the yeah, girl you were going to mentor. So, yeah, I've experienced that. And it's a horrible place. And it's a frightening place. And I did do that on my own without consulting the Lord.
1: But now you can look back on it and realize that even at the time, if you felt like you really were in the wilderness, he taught you things through Very that. Very much so, yes. Some yes, of the yes, lessons yes. can be hard and yes. painful, but...
0: Yeah, no, don't do that again.
1: <laughs> we, we all have those stories, I <laughs> <Yeah>. think, but <laughs> yes. thinking about how God does see everything I've said so many times, this is my favorite verse. <laughs> Here's another one of <laughs> no, my favorite, I know favorite verses. verses I know. <laughs> Second Chronicles sixteen nine. at least the first part of this verse. It says, for the eyes of the Lord move to and fro oh, throughout yes. the earth, that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. The corresponding verse is Psalm 14, 2, which says, the Lord has looked down from heaven upon the sons of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek after God. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why God sees us all the time. Obviously, He loves us. He created us. And we'll talk about that in a minute, how yes. He, even before we're born, He sees us. One of the things that encourages me, I think, and motivates me and gives me hope is that He is looking around all over the place for people whose hearts are completely yes. His so that He can support them. That's right he's looking around to see if there are any who seek after him and who mm-hmm. this psalm 142 who understand who yes. who grasp how much he loves them and how good yes. he is which is the whole reason we're doing this podcast yes, is exactly. to try to help people understand who God is because when he's looking around it's not just to hit us with a hammer because (laughs) we're doing the wrong thing. He also wants to really bless and encourage us when we're doing the right thing. That's right. And I just heard a
0: message on this. I do this all the time. I'm driving on my way back from church and I put on another church service (laughs) of somebody. So this one is Jensen Franklin. And he was talking exactly about this scripture. And he simply said that the Lord, when he sees you opening your Bible, And he sees you seeking him. He gets so excited and saying, ah, I got her now. I got him now. Okay, good. I'll show you through this. He gets excited when he can see us pursuing him. Jensen was talking about, he was talking about, he rewards those who diligently seek him. Yeah, he's, he's the God who sees. He sees when we are stepping out of line. He sees when we are manipulating a circumstance in our life because like, that's what we want. Like Sarah did. Yes. and, and But it's sinful. Mm-hmm. And he sees when we're doing that. You know, there's that scripture. It's in the beginning of Psalms. And he talks about how man will say, God doesn't see. Mm-hmm. And he says, he laughs in heaven. And oh, he's yeah. Like, I, see. I think it's Psalm 2. Yeah. He's like, I see, I, what are you talking about? I don't see. I see yeah. what you're trying to do. I see the manipulation. Which is comforting in our current political very much climate so. and he the world situation he sees the manipulation yes yeah. and it'll be up to him when the justice occurs yeah but he sees so people can laugh at well no one sees me Now, i believe most of the people that laugh at that are the people that don't believe in him they actually make fun of those who believe in mm-hmm. the lord because they think they have it all and they're enough and all that kind of thing but and I love the fact that he pulls us back in because we think we're getting away with it. There are iniquities in our lives that I said this to a friend the other day. I feel like we're in such a time because of so much seems to have turned so quickly that I feel like the Lord's not letting us get away with things that we used to get away with. And he's going to start saying, uh-uh, we need to correct this. I'm forming my pure bride. That doesn't mean we, that bride that's still getting away with the sin that she still right. wants to get away with.
1: Well, if we viewed our sin the way that we should, which is when he says, don't do this, he's really saying, don't, don't. hurt yourself. Yes. Don't destroy Correct. your life. Correct. That sin is really self-defeating. Yeah. It, yeah. it may be pleasurable for a season, but the end is yes. death of well, some form or I another. And I also love
0: to, I wanted to bring up, it's Psalm 139. It is all about how he sees us. Right. The scripture, I mean, you can start from the very beginning. Oh Lord, you search me and know me. You know, when I sit down, you know, when I rise up, you understand my thoughts from afar, you know, everything about Mm me. And then it goes into verse seven. Where can I go? This is what I love because he always sees us. Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to heaven, you're there. If I go to Shoal, you're there, which was in the darkest places. Mm -hmm. He is always there. He always
1: sees. We're not forsaken. Another part of that psalm it talks about how he knit us together in our mother's womb, uh, yes. and one of my daughters-in-law is a phenomenal knitter, and I've watched her create these amazing mm. knitting projects. My knitting career is very sad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> when I've tried to I do it. I'm not good at I've that. had to unravel the whole yeah. thing, but it shows you his purpose and his care when he created us. Yes, and he's going to continue to follow us. He didn't just throw us out here in the world and then just say, okay, well, do what you want. And I'll check in with you when you're ready to die. You know, of course he would keep his eye on us because he loves us. Yes. Right. And he took great care in creating us. us. And I will
0: follow that up with Jeremiah one five. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Mm. And before you were born, I consecrated you. So he had it all detailed. Then he's talking to Jeremiah. He says, I appointed you a prophet to the nation. So... He already knows what we're going to do in our life. He already knows what he has ordained us to do because he sees.
1: And so sometimes when we feel that conviction... The description you gave of your situation it might not yeah. have been a sin issue yeah correct mm-hmm. but he knew the plan that he had ordained for you and yes. when we get outside of that plan because of our own decisions or whatever he is of course going to apply pressure mm-hmm. to get us back on yes. the right path yes and that pressure doesn't usually feel very good no but it's part of his love right fact that he, see, he sees the beginning he sees the end of our lives That's he right. sees it all That comforts me. It comforts me as well. Very much so. And knowing too that when he sees us, he sees us with the righteousness of Christ upon us. Yes. He doesn't see the way man sees. Right. He looks at our hearts. Second Corinthians Mm -hmm. 5.21 says, For our sake he made him, Jesus, to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We don't understand this mystery because we know how weak yes. and messed up Frail we are, we are. Mm-hmm. but he sees the righteousness of, of God That's in us. So love. that is never an issue anymore. Mm-mm. He still may correct us to mm-hmm. keep us from hurting ourselves or hurting other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not a question of us not being good enough. Good enough. Correct. In fact, I've got a quote from Joseph Prince. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Like he says, the world looks at what you have. While God sees who you have, the world system is based on what you have done. While God looks at what Jesus has done on the cross for you. So when we belong to him, that's, a, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. And God sees us mm-hmm. with that, that purity and that righteousness of Christ. No, I love that. I have put here, Jeremiah twelve
0: three says, but you, O Lord, know me. You see me and test my heart towards you.
1: Yeah, that goes right along with, with the this. second Chronicles. Yes, isn't that good? Yeah, what was that reference That's again? That's uh,
0: Jeremiah twelve three. Okay. And I had written down here I, that God has not forgotten you. He sees you, and God hears our prayers. He sees your heart, and your heart's desires, your labor of love, your hope and dreams. He sees your struggles. He sees our pain, our frustrations, our heartache, our joys, our laughter. He sees all of it. So this El Roy, I'm going to still say Elroy because <laughs> I'm so used His to it. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> dee, dee, de, I'm going to still say dee, de, 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 de,
1: de. that, but I love the fact that he sees. I do too. I do too. And, and a lot of times as Christians, we get weary in yes. well-doing. Yes. And it's encouraging to me to know that God sees all those things that you maybe feel like nobody sees, that you've taught Sunday school for 20 years yes. or worked in the nursery or supported a missionary, all the meals you've taken to people, all the cards you've written to yes. encourage people, all the prayers you've prayed for other people, God sees it. Jesus told us to be careful about what he called practicing our righteousness mm-hmm. before others to be noticed by them. Yes. It's always nice when people do notice, <laughs> yes. but if they don't, he goes on to say, your father who sees what is done in secret yeah. will reward That's you. Right. And that, that should be enough. That's right. That's right. So don't let Satan tell you that it's not making a difference. Nobody cares. Nobody knows all the hours you've spent. That's just a lie your father sees.
0: As you're saying that, I think about the mom who has little ones at home and. It can get very mundane and yes. you feel like nobody sees or the mom who's taking care of her home her whole mm-hmm. life. And she's been the doctor and the nurse and the financial person and she's been everything. And uh-huh. you, I, so many of my friends who have been married and had kids have all felt that, that they were never seen and those, especially in those early years mm-hmm. when those kids are so dependent upon you. But you've been seen. That's right. All along you've been seen
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you still are. And so he never takes his eye off of us ever.
1: That's right. His
0: eye is always on us. And I, I had written this down and I, I can rattle off of some people in scripture that God saw. Mm-hmm. So I simply wrote here, he saw Hagar. He saw Ruth. He saw young Mary. He knew he was going to use her. He saw David. He saw Paul. He saw Zechariah. He saw Gideon. He saw Adam and Eve when they were trying to hide. And he sees you and I. So he won't forget you. He has inscribed us in the palm of, of his hand. He will never forget us. He is that intimate. He sees you. He knows you. He knows the number of days that you will be here on this earth. You're not going to go too soon. You're not going to go too late. He knows everything about us. I love the fact that we are inscribed in the palm of his hands, I love that. that that's how intimate we are with him. We're in his hand. It's like we're tattooed. We're tattooed to his hand. He says, I I see you always. And I am here. I won't leave you or forsake you. Amen. He's the God who sees. We pray you've been encouraged today and that you'll come back next week for more truth and hope. And if you'd like to know more about us, check out our websites. Those addresses are in the show notes. And hey, if this podcast encouraged you, it can probably encourage someone else. So please share it and share some hope.